The Bugging Out Podcast is brought to you by BattleBox. How are you going to find your new favorite piece of outdoor gear? If you sign up for a BattleBox, it finds you. Our bug out bags are loaded with gear we've gotten from BattleBox. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked survival, camping, everyday carry, and all-around epic outdoor gear. Getting the best gear for yourself takes time and can be incredibly expensive. BattleBox brings you name-brand, high-quality products every month at half the price of what they'd cost on their own. Just pick the box that works for you and get tested and vetted products that you can trust that are selected by an expert team of outdoor professionals. From an Aquapod emergency water kit to an Atomic Bear survival bivy, delivered right to your doorstep each month. BattleBox has shipped over 1 million boxes since 2015 and even have their own show on Netflix. For a limited time, you can save 20% off your first box at BattleBox.com. That's 20% off your first BattleBox subscription right now at B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Just use the code BUGOUT at checkout. Many people imagine bugging out as grabbing your pack and setting off on foot towards the deep wilderness. But this is almost never the case. And that is because you should be opting for getting out of Dodge in your bug out vehicle. What a bug out vehicle is will be different to everyone. So in this episode, we will do an in-depth investigation into this very subject. We were able to talk with an expert in the field of bug out vehicles. Wes runs graymanbriefing.com, which is an intel and situational awareness news service for preppers, and he is former military and law enforcement. Bug out vehicles are always something that's kind of been near and dear to our heart, something I've always been interested in and find a practical use for. Um, in the military, I had uh, obviously SEER and evasive driving courses. Um, on the law enforcement side, you know, I've done the BLET, uh, pursuit and tactics training, uh, driver's training. So I, I kind of have a grasp on what we're looking for when we talk about bug out vehicles from the, the actual driving to how you prep the vehicle. We asked Wes what a prepper or even your average everyday person should be looking for in their bug out vehicle. Right up front, I want to tell you that almost any vehicle could be a good bug out vehicle. If we start thinking that in order to have a bug out vehicle, we need to have some highly capable off-road Jeep or Land Rover, um, we're, we're being unrealistic. Like, yeah, we can be hopeful and we have a lot of money, sure, spend a lot of money on it, but it's not necessary. And also it can do the opposite. It can, it can make you stand out. And when there's a scenario when you need to bug out, the last thing you want to do is draw attention. This is probably good news to most of us who think that bugging out will be impossible because we don't have that decked out Land Rover or Jeep or Hummer. We can make do with what we have as long as we look at our plan and look at a few categories or features. So what we've done personally, we use an eight category system. You want to look at the mileage, the mobility, the maintenance, the speed, the storage, the security, the seating capacity, and the, the actual impression that vehicle portrays. Um, so you could have a Honda Civic, or yeah, you could have a Jeep. 
Let's now take a deeper dive into Wes's eight-category system for bug-out vehicles, starting with mileage. So looking at mileage, you want something that both has a good-size fuel tank, so you can actually carry a lot of gas with you, maybe has that option to carry additional fuel, um, but you also want it to be you know, fuel-conscious. You, you want to be able to go a, a great distance. So if you have a large tank, then maybe you can forego having great MPG. Um, so just keep that in mind. You don't have to have the most fuel efficient, but if you are going to have one that really drinks up the gas, make sure you have a, a big f- fuel tank. Depending on your SHTF scenario, stopping at the gas station along your way or even filling up before you leave could be difficult or impossible. When disasters strike, panic buying is the norm, especially when it comes to fuel. Long lines, dangerous situations, and power outages could keep you from topping off your tank or refueling along the way. Make sure that you understand mileage when it comes to your bug out vehicle. Now, moving on to the next category, mobility. Obviously we're talking about going off road, um, having a good turn ratio, can it navigate in and out of traffic? And you've got to look at where you're living. You know, if you're in a city, you don't want something huge that you're going to get clogged up in uh, heavy traffic on the way home or trying to get out of the city. Um, Sometimes a small vehicle has its benefits that it can kind of help you maneuver in and out of uh, roadblocks and stuff like that. Uh, But maybe if you live in an area where it is mountainous, it's muddy, um, there's the need to go off-road, then that's what you want to go for. This is another category that you will need to determine your needs based on several factors. Your area, your bug-out location, and your bug-out route. Another aspect of your vehicle will be keeping it running. If an issue arises along your bug-out route, will you be able to make minor or even major repairs? If your SHTF scenario lasts longer than hoped, can you do basic maintenance? So we're talking about the ease of upkeep. If you're getting an export-import, you got to decide which one's best for me. You know, if you're getting a vehicle from Japan, are you going to be able to find parts for it here? Um, if you're getting a, a very new vehicle with a lot of technological, you know, doodads inside, do you have the know-how um, to be able to actually keep it going, um, how to change basic services on it and maintain it? The older the car, the more simple it is, the, the easier it is to find replacement parts. Um, then you want to look at speed, as we mentioned. It may be one of those you need to get out of Dodge fast. You want to be on a straight highway. Maybe speed's good for you. It's all about where you're at, what threats are around you, um, and kind of what you're planning for, what what sort of SHTF scenario you're planning for. You'll also want to be aware of how much storage space your vehicle has. Carrying gear, food, water, and other essentials will be absolutely necessary in a bug-out situation. Most of our vehicles are going to have trunks or that that lunchable area behind the back seat, um, if it's like an SUV. Think outside the box, start putting stuff underneath your seats, like little go bags or pouches. Look at your vehicle and be like, where's a dead space where I could hide gear, where I could stow stuff that's out of the way, that's not taking up seating capacity. And like I say, even a sedan has a lot more storage space than you think. Then you want to look at security. One thing people haven't even noticed lately, because it's kind of a new thing, um, these passive locks where keep your key fob in your pocket you walk up to the door and you just pull the handle and it unlocks because your key fob's near it 
that's something that's hackable. We're seeing that right now. So security, you got to think outside the box and think about things maybe that aren't, that maybe don't pop into your mind when you think of security. And then think of ways you can upgrade, such as bulletproof windows. There, there are no bulletproof windows that you can just actually get, but you can get these tents, these, uh, these film layers that are protective that can protect against maybe someone coming up with a baseball bat or throwing a brick at your car. Um, there's also ways to, to secure the actual door portion, um, you know, with steel plates and stuff. But for the most part, you're not going to stop a bullet. But in our current climate, maybe it would be good to have something that could stop a brick. You know, if you're going through a riot-torn area, make sure you're locking your door when you get in and out. Just use basic precautions. Um, and just, you know, when you're looking at a vehicle, how can I make this vehicle more hardened? A big aspect of figuring out your bug out plan is who will be coming with you. Are you a lone wolf that goes day by day on your own and a bug out scenario is no different? Do you have a large family or group that you will be taking care of in any and all scenarios? This information will greatly influence your choice of a bug out vehicle. The lone wolf types can hop on their dirt bike and traverse the apocalyptic terrain with ease, but those with four kids and an elderly grandparent in the home will have to find other ways of getting to safer destinations. If you've only got one person, it's just you and you're bugging out, maybe you only need one seat. You want to have a seat for everyone in your family, so just make sure you're picking a vehicle that can bug out your entire family. Last but not least is impression. If you are unfamiliar with the concept of being the gray man, It basically means doing everything that you can to not stick out. This could be even more important in a bug out scenario, but maybe the benefits of your militarized Hummer outweigh your proclivity to go gray man. Does your vehicle stick out? Um, Is it gonna be a sore thumb? Are you gonna gonna be driving down the road and then people are like, hey, we're we're bad off. That truck driving by looks like it's fully loaded with gear. Let's hit it, you know. So that's when we look at maybe a sedan or a van. Uh, vans are great. Like People don't look at them and be like, hey, that's an off-road survival vehicle. They've got guns in there. Let's, let's hit them when they're sleeping tonight. Even if you do have one of these vehicles, like if you've seen mine, it's this big red Jeep Gladiator. It really sticks out. It's not designed to be gray. But I could probably convert it by putting some decals on the side and saying it's a John's Exterminator service. And then all of a sudden, my vehicle that this off, that's this off-road overlander vehicle becomes like, oh, that's just an exterminator truck. So there's, there's ways you can blend in even when you have a vehicle that doesn't so much blend in. Those are the eight categories that Wes suggests when thinking about your bug-out vehicle. Now that we have our perfect or just adequate bug out vehicle chosen, it's time to think about a few other aspects. One of those is, what gear should you have in your BOV of choice? When I think of things that you have to have no matter what, it's more about what you're putting in the vehicle and what preps you're carrying with you. And I would say, you know, one is a hard printed, hard copy map. Um, make sure you have a map with you. Make sure you have a spare tire. You have your jack. Um, those are the features. They're not so much the car itself, but they're things you carry with you. When you start having discussions about the subject of bug out vehicles or anything prepping related for that matter, inevitably the subject of EMPs will come up. 
If you are unaware, EMP stands for Electromagnetic Pulse. An electromagnetic pulse can be man-made or come naturally in the form of a solar flare from the sun. An EMP is basically an intense and sudden burst of energy that may damage or completely incapacitate electronic devices. The most famous of these was the Carrington event in 1859. This was a coronal mass ejection that caused serious damage to telegraph systems and other rudimentary devices around the world. Experts suggest that if the Carrington event were to happen today, it could possibly take out our entire power grid, most modern vehicles, and could cause up to 90% of Americans to die. You'll hear a lot of people talk about EMPs and, you know, certain cars before, you know, certain times, um, whether it be a, a car from the 70s or 80s before a catalytic converter and stuff like that. Maybe they're, they're shielded or, you know, they're protected from an EMP or a solar flare or something. Uh, I don't think anyone really 100% knows. Um, I personally have a device uh, called an EMP shield in my Jeep Gladiator. None of us know. Is this thing going to stop an EMP from happening? Will an EMP wipe out all vehicles? Will it only wipe out certain ones? I think if anyone gives you a definitive answer, they're probably wrong. I I've looked at every research there is. I've tried to include this in our bug out vehicle guide we wrote, and I, I don't think there's a definitive answer. Um, so I would say make plans in case an EMP does knock your vehicle out. Have uh, backup vehicles, whether it be a shopping cart you can commandeer from a local grocery store, or maybe you've made plans and you've got a bicycle, you've got a basket on the front of your bicycle. There's other ways to plan for it where you're not depending on a certain device or you know that, that idea that you have, well, my car was made in 1964, so it's fine. No one knows. An aspect of being a good, resourceful prepper is improvisation and bug out vehicles are no different. So let's think about ways to improvise with your vehicle. And by improvise, we're talking about maybe if you don't have all the equipment and parts for certain tasks or um, survival scenarios, there there's lots of ways to utilize what's already in your car. Um, for example, and probably one of the more famous things you may hear, your seat headrest. You can pull that headrest out. You can use the little metal rods as a glass breaker. Your seat padding and the stuffing inside your seats. If it's cold, you can use it as insulation. A tire, burn that sucker. It makes a lot of fire and a lot of smoke. Great for signaling, great for staying warm. Not so much good for the environment or your lungs. Um, your door keyhole, let's say it's frozen. Think about you know what you can do to uh, clear that ice out of that, that keyhole. Hand sanitizer, pour it over the keyhole. You can heat up the key with like a, a lighter or a match. You can use a straw to blow hot air into it. Just ways to improvise. Um, your sun visor, the mirror right above, you know, right above your head there. There you go, you have a mirror, signaling mirror. Your floor mats, you can take those out, put them underneath your tires to gain traction if you're stuck somewhere. You can use them as like shingles, overlap them. If you're needing to like waterproof, maybe a hole over your tent you made or hold on the top of your car. Um, they can also be used for, for warmth. If you have something basic that's broken, like a, a tire or fuses, you're low on fluids, look at cars around you that are abandoned. You can scavenge those from other cars. You can replace a windshield wiper by pulling it off another car. The battery in a car, 
for one, yeah, it can it, you can use it to start a fire. You can collect batteries from abandoned vehicles to use in your, your battery bank for solar panels. Metal hubcaps that can be used as kind of a, a grill top, a skillet. Light a fire underneath them, and there you go, you got you got yourself a grill. Your seat belts, you can cut them off, you can use them as tourniquets, straps, you can shred them, use them as fishing line. The uh, the bevel edge on a window, you can use that to sharpen a knife. Your fluid reservoirs underneath your hood, pop those things out. If you need a water container, you've got a water container. Your airbag, for one, you can tear it out and use it as just a bag. If you're smart and have done a little research or good with, good with stuff like this, you can make a booby trap out of it. Hook it to a 9-volt, 12-volt battery, um, rig it as a trap, put some shrapnel in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling you should, but you can. The motor oil, use that as kind of a slip trap. Put it on some non-porous ground or, you know, even some good smooth asphalt. Basically, what I'm saying is there's a lot of different ways you can use your car to extract tools and supplies and survive if you need to. So think outside the box. Improvise. While you are in the process of bugging out, there are things you should consider while you are driving. Wes asks us to drive tactically. Think tactically while you're driving. Know what's around you at all times. Always have an out. So if you've got a car in front of you and that you're kind of tailgating or at least just behind, make sure your left or your right is clear. If traffic is bad and your left and your right is cluttered, you can't get out either way. One thing you can always have is space in front of you, so leave some space between you and the vehicle in front. So if you do need to quickly maneuver, you've got some space to, to get moving. Keep an eye on your blind spots, use your mirrors. And I said keep an eye on your blind spots, but there should never be a blind spot. You need to sit in your car and work with your mirrors until you don't have a blind spot. Because that's a myth. You don't have to have a blind spot. We've done a lot of uh, writing about the whole mirror theory. Um, you can check out our writing on our bug out vehicle guide and checklist, but Basically, there are no blind spots. It's just poor positioning of your mirrors if you're having one. Keep an eye out. Keep moving. The whole idea is keep moving till you get somewhere safe, guys. As you can see and hear, bug out vehicles can be as complex and involved as you want it to be. But you can also just make the most out of what you have. We'd like to thank Wes for lending us his expertise in this subject. Please go check out more from him at graymanbriefing.com. On the next episode of Bugging Out, Cam and I finally do a full-on simulated overnight bug out. We bring you along for the experience and go head first into bugging out. What's the most important piece of gear in your kit? The one you need. Make sure you're outfitted for every situation with new gear every month from BattleBox. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked survival, camping, everyday carry, and all-around epic outdoor gear. When you're in the outdoors, the right gear makes all the difference. And the best way to make sure that you've got the best gear in your kit is BattleBox. For a limited time, you can save 20% off your first box at BattleBox.com. That is B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X dot com. Just use the code BUGOUT at checkout.